Welcome to another episode of Getting Deep with Sandeep. I hope all of you are doing really well today. Today is an exciting, exciting episode for me. If one year ago, if someone would have told me that I would be in a conversation with someone of this stature from the calisthenics community here in LA and, you know, arguably across the world, because I know that a lot of athletes in LA are pretty famous across the world, at least on, on social media or on platforms through which a lot of this talent is shared. One year ago, I would have been told that I would be in a room ha- having the privilege of talking to uh, this uh, this man who has agreed to to spend some time with me and share his knowledge on calisthenics, on on uh, how he got into this field, on his experiences, and and share you know some insights into the field through his views. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have none other than. Uh, on Insta, they have this. Uh, his, his Insta account is called Static Dill. We have none other than Static Dill, Dill Smith here. What's up, everybody? How you all doing today? How you doing, Sandeep? Doing very well, and uh, thank you so much for for joining me in, in in this conversation, Dill. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. Thank you so much. So, uh, first question. I am a little. Um, uh, confused about the, your name. Do you want to clarify what's your first name and last name? Sure. So, my full name is Dylan Smith. Uh-huh. D-I-L-L-O-N. But my friends call me Dill because my earlier Instagram name was Not Your Ordinary Dill Pickle. It was kind of a inside joke relating to Rugrats. <laughs> and people just got <laughs> Dill from that Instagram name. Okay. And it just kind of stuck even after I changed my name from Static Dill, obviously mm-hmm. still keeping the Dill, but I introduced myself as Dylan, would really just kind of keep it casual, but people just knew me as Dill at that point because mm-hmm. social media sticks. Right. So how did you, your name uh, on Instagram become Static Dill? Uh, after a while, the first name I had, I just felt like it wasn't, it was funny, but people kind of got mixed messages from it, even though... People generally understand it was a Rugrats reference to dill pickles from right. back in the day. Anyway, so I wanted to change it to make it more calisthenic appropriate because it consists of my everyday life, funny memes, just random jokes, but mostly calisthenics or athletic based. Right. So I want it to be more based to say to reflect that. Right, right. So do you, does does that mean that you like statics more than dynamics? So I like both. But unfortunately, I've dealt with injuries a lot, which doing more dynamics causes more of a wear and tear on my body. So statics tend to be easier on the body because calisthenics in general is a very heavy, uh, very, uh, very uh, taxing sport, unfortunately. Right, right, right. So ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, you know, so I was uh, obsessed about, I got obsessed with calisthenics a year ago and, and, uh, and Dill has been uh, one of the first uh, few people, you know, who really uh, took me under his wing and got me into into this community. Uh, introduced me by, you know, sh- uh, showing me how the basics are done. Uh, introducing me uh, in his training program, telling me about the pull-ups and push-ups and dips and making sure doing the basics right. So, 
Dil, uh, do you want to give people, uh, you know, uh, your view on what calisthenics is and what it has done for you? What is calisthenics and for those who don't know about mm. it, who are listening to it? So calisthenics for me has really helped me improve my general self. It started with a physical and from the physical, the mental kind of developed afterwards because I first wanted to get into calisthenics because I uh, wanted to impress some people. Specifically, this girl was trying, I was, I had a feeling that, anyway, I was trying to impress people right. and <laughs> eventually my friend invited me to get into the sport and one thing led to another from him inviting me and it just kind of veered into me learning and loving the sport from that introduction. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, what were, how were your initial days in calisthenics? How did you start? So, yeah, like I said earlier, my uh, one of my friends, uh, my buddy Jimmy, he invited me to go to the local parks nearby because he was getting into it and he just felt like hitting me up with friends and right. whatever spurred him to do it. Regardless, he, uh, yeah, invited nice. me to go join him at the park with him and our buddy Kyle. Mm -hmm. And from there, I generally just started learning more day by day. Mm -hmm. Did you have any mentors at that time? Uh, no, honestly, I was just learning from Jimmy and Kyle. And I uh, eventually started to veer on social media to find people. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, it was more or less just my friends who were telling me about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What fascinated you most about calisthenics? Uh, I like that I noticed myself becoming more in control of my body nice. and my general strength development because before I was more into video games, anime, I mean I still am but mm -hmm. before that was what I mostly did, didn't really have an athletic background so for me it really made me notice how my body became important to my everyday mm -hmm. and how my strength became more beneficial to me instead of just a thought of what could and couldn't be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How long have you been doing calisthenics for now? Doing it since like 2012, 2013. Mm, so, you're saying 8 to 9 years. Yeah, but I had a break because I had injuries beforehand that made me stop for about 6 months. Mm -hmm. And then when I got back to it, that's when I really got more introduced heavily, like my, from my friend Jimmy I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And from there, when I was more recovered, I became more serious because I was able to be more serious about it. Right, right. Let's say someone wants to uh, start uh, calisthenics. Yeah. Someone's listening to your, um, you know, and you have a lot of fans because, you know, you do a lot of muscle ups and muscle ups, you know, doing one, one muscle up is my dream still still you know yeah and uh, you're someone who's, who's done like 25 muscles muscle ups at a time 25 or what's your is your what's your biggest count of muscle ups till now uh you're talking about overall or in, uh, no, one, in one set in one set um i'd say probably like yeah around 25 30 <laughs> yeah. 30 muscle ups so so if someone uh, you know so if someone is watches that then they would obviously be inspired by you you know they it's, would be yeah it's, yeah it's, so yeah right so uh, so someone who's trying to get into again to the sport and and has no idea what advice would, would you do how how do you start so whenever i meet people who get into the sport in general i can see where they start and i kind of just analyze their level of fitness to where it can be proper mm. so in general i like to have people see where they are 
at the moment gauge their level of physical strength flexibility other factors and from there make an informed decision by reading your body to get stronger afterwards so to mm-hmm. be honest it varies with each person because some people are naturally athletic some people aren't really athletic so right. some people get it easier than others mm-hmm. so to say one person or one style is fit all it's okay yeah it's very unique to each person let's, let's, say, let's say someone who has average athletic abilities who is able to do a few pull-ups um has done push-ups in life um but isn't like a part because you know a lot of people in gyms they don't do push-ups every day yeah they mix it up someone who probably hasn't done so many dips so any advice for people who are getting started who's who's not like fat or you know who doesn't have to like really lose a lot of weight but got it yeah so i'd say in general calisthenics and can be very taxing on your body like i said so you want to make sure you are very attentive to the form nice. to your reps to a bunch of little things that will add up so i'd say you want to listen to your body mm-hmm. see how effective each one is so i learned by doing the uh perfect push-up in high school so i had some background with that but right. you know here and there right. anyway what i learned from that was you want to really do your maximum amount see how much you can push out and then build a regiment from there right say you want to just crank out as many push-ups you can do 10 then try to get 10 every time you can and then try to go for the next amount afterwards add one mm-hmm. two or you know just keep up that same amount but as long as you're doing it that's the main key right right i know yeah. that in the past you had mentioned that you had started you also have a um, have a history of climbing so any sport that you would recommend people to also look into in the side uh for climbing i mean bouldering indoor rock climbing outdoor rock climbing bouldering mm-hmm. all that stuff is good mm-hmm. i would be at the indoor gyms or stony peak in chatsworth my friend would bring a crash pad and i would be able to use that to just be able to explore you need a good pair of rock climbing shoes obviously you got your gear Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'd say try to find how comfortable you are because again if you just do it for the first time it might be a bit taxing it might be a bit type of way but if you start easy and you see where you're at you can gauge it from there right like for example when i first started my leg strength wasn't that good so i had trouble just grasping onto the rocks to be able to keep my legs because of the li- thin little ledges you know right so, right right yeah. how are you what are your views on yoga and stretching and all that i'd say they are very good i don't do them enough because mm-hmm. i just tend to catch myself just falling into the vices of right as soon as i see a something to do or a pull bar or some exercise equipment i'm like all right here we go let's get it started but, right right yeah. right do you have any uh, what's your favorite uh, favorite calisthenic uh, move ever so i have a lot of favorites but i probably would say my the front lever is probably my favorite calisthenic move front lever huh? yeah people generally know me as having a very solid front lever uh-huh. so i think the longest i've held one was like 33 34 seconds oh, wow. pretty much and lately because wow. i've been injured i haven't been able to yeah. test how long but i think like 25 seconds was how much i did last time i checked yeah so uh, wait, uh, was learning a front lever difficult is it is it difficult to learn 
it's not so much difficult it's just the dedication behind it mm -hmm. because it is a strength-based move as well as flexing all your muscles mm -hmm. get everything engaged but once you do the proper exercises it feels like it just becomes more natural like every other exercise right. out there pretty much mm -hmm. but regardless it's there's a handful of moves out there that regardless of how much you do it it still feels difficult and that's one of those moves right. regardless yeah. okay so that's if and is, do you have your do you have a a, a a skill that you want to learn or an ambition one arm handstand one arm okay yeah how are you with respect to your handstands right now so uh i didn't mention this earlier i kind of hinted at it where i've been dealing with injuries lately i've had on and off mm -hmm. so i've been having a deltoid injury the past four months haven't trained because of that i have on and off which kind of spurred more injuries like should have listened to my body anyway so because of that i haven't been able to train more stuff but when i get back to it i'm definitely going to get back onto it but handstand wise and all other stuff it's pretty solid but i definitely could improve upon it nice nice have you did you uh, how did you learn your handstands so i just generally saw people doing them on social media my friend jimmy who i mentioned earlier he showed me too but after a while i kind of just saw general ways of doing it and just copied it but then later on i learned proper form but before i just muscled muscled through it pretty much oh, nice nice so yeah. uh how, how long can you hold your handstands now so right now because you know injured right, before right. i was injured it was probably like a solid 30 seconds but okay. the longest i've done was like a longest. minute 20 second probably mm -hmm. minute mm -hmm. 20 seconds yeah mm -hmm. do you have uh, any favorite athlete uh, right now in 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 your contemporary circle that you admire or or you follow any, so any shout outs yeah so i mean i train with a lot of people in the calisthenics community every one of them i'm just like proud every time i see them level up mm -hmm. or just staying with it or doing anything in general mm -hmm. but if i had to give a, sh a special shout out there's a i mean he's pretty much world famous in terms of competing and all that way thomas thomas right yeah thomas, thomas uh, uh Kur Kur yeah right yeah, Thomas, he's a cool guy. You, you want to tell a little bit about Thomas to the crowd, to the other listeners? Thomas is an amazing calisthenics athlete. He, he, he's been at it since he was about 16, 17, or I met him when I was, he was about 16, 17. And he's been so serious about the sport. Mm -hmm. And he's gotten to the point where he's competed around the world and has won pretty much every competition he's been a part of and yeah even though he's younger than me i still see him as a huge source of inspiration and uh really uh makes me more passionate about the sport knowing that the younger generation is still keeping the torch lit hmm. uh but the funny thing is uh with thomas and i we actually ended up going to the system of a down concert a couple of years ago so we got to know each other a little more afterwards so that was cool being able to hang out as well as uh seeing it tra seeing him train purely so it's nice when I get to see nice. my friends mm -hmm. it's on the sideline as well as just seeing them train. So right. we get to bond more that way. Do they? Yeah. Do they? How's their diet? Do they? How are they getting so strong? If are they? Do they eat everything? Because are they workouts that that heavy that it doesn't really matter after a point? I mean, what do you eat? So to be honest, 
a lot of my friends, their diets vary, so I can't say one way or the other. A lot, good amount of them could be vegan, could be vegetarian, mm-hmm. could have a, you know, just eat whatever. I have one friend, my uh, former roommate, actually, who was a good calisthenic athlete, uh, boy, Sebastian. Sebastian. He, uh, Sebastian what? His full name? His IG is, uh, what? I'll, uh, I have to check. He, cha- uh. he changes it frequently. Right. Anyway. Right. I'll, I'll add uh, in the notes. Yeah. Sebastian, so, right. his diet is not the best, yet he is in great shape. And right, right, right. Because right, yeah. he trains a lot. It gets him very good, right, right. good physique. So I, yeah, I'd be interested in knowing how he trains. Yeah. So generally speaking, uh, it it all varies with right. uh, the amount of exercise you put in. Right. Like for example, another friend who I trained with earlier named David. David. He would eat ice cream <laughs> and uh-huh. pizza. David what? David uh, uh, Hong. No, no, David. David dude. <laughs> David dude. Yeah. Uh, David dude three sixty. David anyway. Dude 360. Yeah. Uh, okay. Shout out. Shout anyway, out. so yeah, um, he always jokes about me like, yeah, I eat pizza and beer. <laughs> and pizza ice cream, I'm sorry. And how was his physique? And he had a six pack. Oh, man. So, wow, you okay. know, okay, so knowing still that, I'm just like, well, apparently <laughs> diet, obviously diet helps. But right. when I see people who have six packs with a terrible right. diet, no offense, uh, it's interesting when you uh, get the comparison. But I say... It's a combination of both that makes it easier. Right. But if you're very serious and you work out a lot, it does make your diet selection uh, more wide, so you can you know right. you can cheat meal, have a, more sweets, more this right. and that, pretty much. Right, right. So Thomas, anyone else you you uh, in your contemporary that you like uh, their routine, their work ethic, that you want to learn from or you admire? Uh, in general, I mean. I can give shouts to everybody, but there's just too many people because okay, okay, okay. I see everyone is like, I want to learn from everybody, and okay. I always see them train. I'm like, okay, cool. You okay. got this. You got this about this about you about this about that. Yeah. Nice. And any athlete uh, in the outside of uh, you know LA or uh, you know in the California region that maybe in Mexico in other countries, uh, have you met athletes outside international athletes that? Or maybe that you follow, like, I know that there's an Instagram athlete that I really follow, um, uh, Fishchuk, Fishchuk, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, and then there's another, another Italian guy, Hmm. who's like really strong, oh my god, do you have any favorite international athletes, like Instagram ones that you'd like to meet someday, hopefully, maybe Uh, not in your friend circle, but, I mean, uh, Potentially, yeah. I I I follow a good a good amount of athletes, so uh, right. I always spacing on the names because it just I haven't met them, or, right. so it makes me a little right, whatever. right, right. Okay, yeah, no, perfect. But yeah, I'd say uh, it's it's interesting because the calisthenics community can be so tight where there are people who I'll follow on social media, and then I'll go to an event and I'll meet them there totally not expecting it and then right. we just become friends afterwards because you know we just have that right. interest and mutual interest so, so L- LA has this calisthenics community and I know Bay Area has what which other uh, which other calisthenics community are you uh, aware of or are you connected with so we got a good amount of areas we got uh, San Francisco bars mm-hmm. we got the you know Bay Area bars right. you mentioned we also have people in the UK who are huge oh, nice. in that we also got the bar stars over in 
and New York pretty much. Hmm, nice. So handful of them I've met that I've gotten familiar with. Right. Some I have yet to meet to this day. Right. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of little clicks, little crews. Some of them I just I'll space on. But right. in general, if you look hard enough, you'll be able to find a pocket with a little community that likes calisthenics or fitness in general, pretty much. Right. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Great. So. Any uh, any tips and uh, you know any uh, any uh, you know comments on on um, on you know uh, making sure to continue working out and staying fit and not getting injured because I know you were you, uh, you 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 mentioned that you're going through an injury and that is one aspect that I really wanted to touch on. Yeah. So with me with injuries, I whenever I meet somebody, right. either who's starting, someone who's in the you know already in the sport, or people who are veterans have been in for a while, I always like to emphasize proper form, good stretching, and general awareness of how the move is properly done because I might not preach, I not might, might not practice mo- what I preach sometimes. Right. But I still like to have other people be safe and whatnot. Like for example, uh, muscle ups. There's a thing called chicken winging where instead of bringing both shoulders over the bar at the same time, you bring one shoulder and then the other shoulder over, and that's right. very bad for your shoulders because of the way your body's built and the way you pull it. It's just not meant to be that way. And one of the reasons why I have these injuries is because when I started, I did that. So it makes me extra wary of telling people, don't do this, don't do that. And then I'm like, I'm living proof of this. So use me as an example to not feel bad. Right, 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 right. Are you you, um, working on, uh, do you have any ambitions after this injury gets healed on any certain move that you would like to nail? Yeah, I want to get back to the one-arm handstand. And also beforehand, I was doing uh, straight bar handstands on the pull-up bars. Mm -hmm. So ideally, I want to get back to that where I can be more agile on the pull-up bar. There's another move called the alley-oop. A little hard to explain, but yeah, it's another move I want to get down. Right, right. And... uh Anything you would like want to, uh, you know, give to the end, you know, at, at end with, uh, you know, any uh, comments to the calisthenics community, um, something that you would like them to take as a takeaway from this conversation between you and me? I uh, just want to say I'm proud of everybody in the community. I see everybody's status that I follow or who I'm aware of. And yeah, everybody just keep growing, keep getting stronger. Hopefully you can all avoid injuries because injuries suck and we all get them. But yeah, I just want everybody to keep leveling up. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Static Dilil. That was a good conversation. Uh, short and sweet. I liked how we touched base on on uh, on different aspects of calisthenics and, uh, and uh, on your views on it. Uh, also, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of listeners learned uh, learned a lot about, uh, you know, making sure to follow your what your body really feels like, yep. and then jumping into all the body weight exercises because yep. you know pull ups, pu- push ups, dips, whatever you can get into those calisthenics workouts, but at the same time making sure to take it slow, listen to your body, 
because understanding that it's a long term game and need to play make sure that you don't get injured in the long out term yeah so yeah and uh, i'm sure a lot of people who follow you on instagram uh they uh, by the way you can follow uh, um dill on uh, on insta and his uh, insta handle is static dill uh, so any of his new moves that he learns any of his new skills he's also um you know pretty artistic so any of his new art or any creative work that he might come up with in the future you can find more about that on that handle uh but yeah he's a nice guy uh if you have any questions on calisthenics i'm sure you can hit him up and uh, static dill will would be happy to to help whenever needed always happy to help yeah absolutely on that note thank you so much uh, guys uh, i hope the calisthenics community enjoyed listening to to dill Uh, and those who want to be uh, who are who are fitness oriented and want to uh, want to understand how what what goes in, into a mind of an athlete uh, i think this was a pretty good uh, sneak peek uh, very grateful for uh, dil's time and uh, thank you so much listeners for for your time as well i hope you have a great day ahead bye 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 <laughs>